0: Sports fans, welcome to another edition of the Loco Sports Lowdown podcast. It's the Skeezo week two football recap. I'm Justin Jarrett, joined as always by Wes Kerr. And Wes, only three games on the schedule, but man, we got our money's worth this week. A couple of them were barn burners that went right down to the end, and then one of them uh, just about what we expected with Thomas Hayward dominating at Dorchester Academy, but huge wins that went right down to the wire for both Buford Academy and John Paul II. Uh, it was really you said it after after the games on Friday night. Uh, what a night for local Skiza teams! Uh, just a couple of really great emotional wins, and then Thomas Hayward taking care of business. A three and a week for the local teams it was a
1: lot of fun, wasn't it, man? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the goal. We want to go undefeated, and, and then doesn't happen very often. But uh, we got three teams in action, and, and we got three wins. So what a ph- phenomenal phenomenal week uh, for Skiza football in the area. I mean. I did not expect BA to be able to hang with Bethesda, but the defensive job they did there was was outstanding. Uh, I mean, and and the offense was spectacular as well. So uh, what a job by Beaufort Academy to to take down the Bethesda Blazers. Uh, what an upset there! And then JP two their first victory uh, in, in a long time. Uh, and so for, for John Paul II, second they go over to St. Andrews and get a 6-0 shutout win. And then that's, I got to say, Jeremiah Young is, is getting better and better. He, he made some mistakes, but he he showed himself, composed himself very well in the fourth quarter. And then some some outstanding defenders who uh, didn't really show up in, in that first game that, that really dominated and were able to get a, a shutout win, which was unexpected. But uh, amazing, amazing job by that defense. And then Thomas Hayward, uh, rolling like we all thought they would, uh, that bounce-back game against Dorchester Academy. Bruisa Peyton Bennett, uh, uh, showing off some great offensive power there. And then their defense, uh, Brandon Howard, all-around team effort in, in in that victory over Dorchester. So uh, what a week of Skiza High School football, three and L.A. he can't get any better than that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's kind of go through the games one by one here. Uh, you talked about them a little bit, but B.A. over Bethesda, I think that was – uh, the, the biggest, I, I guess, the most surprising result, um, just because, I mean, Bethesda, the Skiza one a runner-up last year, uh, Buford Academy, in only their second 11-man game ever, and they come out and defeat them 36-28. to 28. The BA Eagles showed me something. Uh, you know, I got a lot of trouble because I went out to the game, and, and we both picked against BA, so, you know, the kids were kind of uh, chirping a little bit when they got up early. Um, and, and that worried me a little bit cause I thought they might be getting a little overconfident with that quick start, but, uh, man, they were re- really able to just stick to their game plan. Uh, you know, great game plan by the coaching staff. They had a, a plan to try to limit Bethesda and, uh, you know, there were times where, where they missed assignments and, and, uh, Antoine McKay was able to break a couple of long runs. Um, and, you know, he was able to hook up, uh, for a couple long or, short passes that turned into big plays on, you know, missed assignments or missed tackles. But uh, overall, I mean, way beyond a passing report card for that defense, it was, it was an A plus. Um, and then they came up huge at the end. You just knew that Bethesda was not going to go quietly. I mean, a team that good is, is never going to just lay down. Uh, they kept fighting back. And then at the end, uh, BA had to make five stops inside the 10. Uh, you know, they, they got the stop on fourth down and there was a penalty on the play that uh, set them up for another shot at the from the five and man it, it just felt like heartbreak was coming um, and they were able to to stand up in a big spot and and really show that that clutch gene a little bit to get it done in the tough spot against a good team so that's a great sign of things to come for them.
1: And a great builder on top of, of that week one game where uh, it looked like they, they may were able to pull it out but they they just lost steam uh, but they're able to uh, definitely close it out this time and and uh, Coach Clifford certainly uh, a little nervous down the stretch uh, as as many B.A. fans were, but uh, because of how dangerous and how potent that, that Bethesda uh, attack can be, but that they're able to hold him off and, and get a, a outstanding, outstanding upset win over a, a fantastic Blazers team, holding them, I think, even at 28 is a big accomplishment and then i think that was the reason they won this game i mean it's all some great things last week as i said and and were able to build on that and and project that 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 even more to to a a a very very strong opponent and and get even better and then they're able to to close it out and and that depth at running back we really saw um this this past game i mean you had jackson porter scoring you had carlos jones and then uh, when he went down you had deshaun lawson and elijah fest step up so now that's going to be a heck of an advantage to them to have a bunch of guys who represent that, that next man up and can fill that needed position at running back. But the defense was the big story uh, and they did get the better advantage one. McKay, I mean, he, he did make some, some big plays, as you said, but, but there were some, some huge stops to keep the momentum that B.A. established early in the game. One uh, at the end of the half, uh, a pick six, um, another huge interception that ended up being a, a short field to stretch the lead. And then, uh, that dramatic goal line stand, holding their breath, trying to trying to stop Bethesda for for that last time, and they were able to do it. Uh, it, it, it was that penalty made even more nervous at the end, but but they were able to pull it out, and then you got to give give credit to to those those defensive players because uh, they, it, I'm sure they were nervous. I'm I'm sure Bethesda was was they breathing down their neck, and they're able to, to to pull it out. But those were the swing plays that were enough to put the Eagles over the top, and and you know from from the way Bethesda's offense could strike, I think that 16-point lead could have very well seemed like a like a seven or a six-point lead. I mean, but they were able to hold them off, and I I, I say the Blazers did have some unforced errors. I think they had some, a couple penalties and drops, but but the Eagles' defense was outstanding, and give all credit to what Beaufort Academy and what the coaches drew up for this game, and they overcame some big-time adversity. I think when the K made that magical play on fourth and one, he, he spun out of a tackle and scored all the way from midfield, made a two-point game. It's like, oh, here we go, here we go. It looks like uh, Bethesda's got this. They're calling their way back. And then I I, I think uh, Buford Academy is about to about to fall apart here. But it didn't happen. Uh, and then Carlos Jones left the game. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the best back the team has, but they didn't give in. They, they made some adjustments to the offense. Uh, they really dug in and they scored a touchdown and a two-point conversion to make it a two score game and i i said this last week i and i said this again because they they get tired they got tired last week but this time they certainly found out how to close the game and that's huge for a team especially early in the season learning how to close it out because once you get the one win um there, there's a lot more to come you understand how to how to finish out a game that's that's really important and against gets better offense too i think uh, bethesda's an outstanding offensive team a uh, fantastic win for ba uh, Excited to see how they keep this going against some some region teams, uh, and and they they really got depth and a lot of weapons on offense, and and they got such a hardworking group on D that really showed um, in this win.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Braden Deneen who you know we talked a lot in the preseason about replacing Dawson Coleman, and Braden has done a a great job of stepping in. They weren't even sure who was really going to win the job, you know, coming into the season, but Danine has stepped up. He's, he's just a steady guy. Um, you know, they didn't throw it a whole lot the other night. They threw it a couple times early. Uh, he did make some nice passes. He threw the one interception, but it really was a good pass. He put it in the right spot, and McKay just made a great play on it. And, and then he returned the favor. Uh, Deneen picked off McKay later and, like you said, gave him a short field to, to lead to a score. So, um, like you, I was most impressed with the ability of B.A. to, to take a punch and, and counter um, every time – Bethesda made a run. BA had an answer. You know, they would put together a long, sustained drive. Um, or if they did get stopped and had to punt it away, they'd come up with a big defensive stop to keep the lead intact. And uh, it was just a really impressive showing all around. Um, the running backs, of course, look great, and uh, Carlos Jones is is the real deal. I mean, he's he looks really good. Um, so I'm excited about that that team going forward for sure. And uh, and so are they. And in fact, we caught up with a couple of them after the game. So let's hear from of Buford Academy quarterback Braden Deneen and coach Mark Clifford here on the Loco Sports Lowdown Podcast. Man, I mean, that that's obviously a great win for you guys. You said it to your team, first 11-man win at Buford Academy, so that's that's huge. But more than that, just the confidence that you guys will take away from this, you know, taking down the, the 1A runner up. Uh, how impressed are you with, with the way the guys, you know, turned it around from last week to this week? Well, I'm just, you know, you know last week, you know, last week was we were very
2: competitive last mm-hmm. week. And, and so that wasn't, that wasn't, a, you know, that, that wasn't a bad, that wasn't a bad loss. I think we right. learned a lot, a lot from that game. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to get on them about celebrating after that last fourth down, because there was still 10 seconds left to go in the game. Uh, and I think that's one, one, one reason how we dropped the St. John's game, because we got so happy when we went ahead with, <laughs> with six minutes left to go in the game. And so, you know, football is just a learning, you learn. You know, you learn the game of football, and you're learning, and you're learning lessons in life. And, and this this group, this group of uh, uh, this group of kids, is 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 is, is has got their one, one thing I like about them is is they have their their own personality. They're getting their own personality. Like I told you before, it's a big diverse group from 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 the JV team to returners from that championship team to. Kids moving in, BA, a couple kids that didn't play, and, and, and it's just, uh, it's just every, it's just work in progress every day, mm-hmm. work in progress, and uh, I'm, I'm proud, I'm, I'm, proud and happy for the guys, yeah, and uh, we just got to go to work go to work next week, and and uh, and use this as a as, as a building block to
0: improve this program every day. I mean the confidence that your defense has to take away from that that goal line stop at the end is so, i mean that's going to be huge it was huge. a great game it was an exciting game. oh man oh the fans must have loved it oh it was a it was oh, a blast I, did, I, I didn't love it that much
2: but <laughs> golly but I'm, I'm i'm proud of you know, again they they uh they they stepped it up and and, and they could take a lot of stuff in this game that they learned that, that that they learn to carry on in the rest of the season um you know, like, uh, you know, I, I hate that the offense didn't score when we stopped them on downs, mm-hmm. but we shook that off. Uh, um, we we capitalized. We talk about a lot of times uh, about having each other's back. And, uh, we, you know, if we don't, you know, I know I remember after that pick, and then that defense mm-hmm. held them again yep. after that pick. Held them at the and end of the half. Right, yeah, that right. was At the end of the half, that, yeah. was, that was that was. Yeah, because they had the ball
0: starting yeah. the second half. So yeah, if they score there, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying this is a bend, but don't break defense, but, but they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, um, they stepped up and I, I, you know, you heard me. I told them I gave them you know, offense, offense did good. I had one turnover and, uh, um, uh, and took a lot of time off the clock.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I don't think
2: we threw the ball again after, after the pick. So um, yeah, I think once and more. we used a lot of people. We had a couple, I think, I think our coaches did a great job of, of personnel, you know, yeah. because we knew it was going to be one of the hottest days of the year, mm-hmm. hottest nights of the year. And we knew that we were going to have some cramps and, yeah, this is this is a tougher team. This is a tougher team. Uh, this is a tough team,
0: yeah.
2: too, because you know they they they're uh, they're playing through little aches and pains, and and uh, people stepped in on. You know, Carlos got the cramp, and mm-hmm. and then and then we started, and then the first time Elijah's Fest played running back all all year, and he punched it in yeah, for you twice. For you got punch, a big conversion, yeah, twice. And, uh, awesome, and, uh, you got a quarterback too. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. a gamer. Yeah, he is. He's a gamer. That's exactly what I would have said to yeah. describe him. He's yeah. a gamer. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right, man. And he's, we'll getting, and he's learning the offense. know, yeah. yeah. he's learning the offense. And uh, I think uh, we just got to use it and learn from it. And honestly, and the pick the wasn't game. a bad pass. He no, put it. it he put it where it what? needed to be. The, play. Yeah, I probably, great play. called it probably. Actually, kind of. I, I, call, I would rather call that on a. You yeah. know, like a second and short or something yeah. like that. And, you know, but we're uh, yeah, but the safety. I think it was, it might have even been a third down. I don't remember. But, yeah, I don't uh, remember either. But uh, um, you know,
0: put it on the money. Safety <laughs> made a great play. Made a pick. Yeah. All right, coach. Congratulations. We'll Thank talk you. to you soon. First uh, first 11 man victory in Buford Academy history. That feels pretty good, right? Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, I mean, everything had to kind of go right for you guys to, to be able to pull off the upset tonight i I think everybody you know thought that they were going to be a tough team coming off runner-up finish last year you know how much confidence did you guys build from that first drive being able to just go down the field and score oh
3: that for sure gave us a ton of momentum going forward and this win alone is just pushing us to go harder next week and get everything
0: going it it seemed like from coaches post game that there was a little bit of doubt setting in after last year or last week that you guys maybe were feeling a little down but it seems like uh, you got got back to work, and, uh, and uh, how important is it to get O.W. early in the season for the confidence? It's
3: important, especially for our season goals, and it won last week, but it was the first game, and we fixed our mistakes last week coming up.
0: What do you think about, um, you know, kind of looking ahead to the region? You feel like, like you guys are going to be in the mix here?
3: I feel like we can be a strong competition in the region this year. I feel like once we get our practices and fix the little things, we'll be a hard team to
0: beat. How hard is it going both ways as a quarterback?
3: Um, I mean, it, it's tiring nonetheless, but it's just nice to keep the adrenaline going and keep the team tempo up and just having everyone's back and make sure they got mine.
0: Uh, I thought the key was, you know, when Carlos came out of the game with the cramps, uh, you know, it looked like maybe that was going to be, uh, you know, a dagger for you guys. Just He'd been running the ball so well. But, you know, talk a little bit about the, the guys in the backfield there who were able to pick it up and pick up the slack and, and keep it going.
3: Well, yeah, because in practice we, we have, multiple running backs, and one's better than the rest. No, not, I mean, one just keeps topping the other, and yeah. it just keeps building from there. And every practice, they just get better.
0: Uh, is this team starting to, to really gel together, come together chemistry-wise?
3: Yes, sir. It, we have a bunch of returning players. We only had, I think, four or five seniors last year. So we all built up from last year, and we're all hanging out and stuff like that.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Best of luck the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, a great game once again for Buford Academy, but let's move on to the next one on our list and another huge win for a team that really needed one. John Paul II winning six to nothing at St. Andrews, a defensive struggle to say the least. And, uh, Wes, I mean, what a load off for Chris Myers and this team. Uh, they went winless last year. Uh, the last win rather had been in the semifinals, uh, in Skiza 2A in 2018. So it had been a long time. And I know Chris Myers, uh, he texted me not long after the game about seven or eight exclamation marks. So I know exactly how he
1: was feeling in that moment. That is a huge sigh of relief. That has a huge weight off your shoulders. Once you get that first victory and I'm uh, really impressed by the fight of, of those School warriors. Uh, congratulations to coach Myers. First of many wins this season. Uh, so well-deserved. I mean, they played like a team that was that they were desperate to get the victory. And then they, they ended up pitching a shutout against a solid St. Andrews offense. I thought So, uh, of course it was a little sloppy early on a couple penalties a couple turnovers and I mean I would like to see Jeremiah Young play a little better at first but um, I, I thought he was great because I thought he was able to deliver in the big moment as I said at the beginning uh, he was able to stay composed and some quarterbacks when you make um, some mistakes and they snowball on one on top of the other it, it kind of uh, gets to the point where you 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 kind of feel like you're going to do it again but but Jeremiah Young was able to to, to continue to, to execute, and I mean some some poor execution earlier. I mean a long touchdown run by Young was called back on a penalty, and then um, they also fumbled on the one yard line. So I mean, as as a quarterback, that just that just hurts at you. Um, I mean, even though if it, it it might not be your fault, it just kind of uh, takes some 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 wind out of you uh, when when stuff like that happens. I mean that's a backbreaker when you fumble at the one after a long drive to, to open up a half. Uh, i mean many teams that it's hard to come back from that but uh it, it kills all the good mojo you just established but but not for jp2 uh they really just kept building on what worked uh, they kept going to young on the ground and and after a long run uh, setting up another red zone chance he punched it in from the one and that ended up, ends up being the, the only score of the game so that's what you got to do you can't let those mistakes get to you and i'm sure john paul i mean they're, they're sick of of the narrative of, of continuing to fall short and then Way to change that one because St. Andrews is a, is a very good team, and and moving uh, and kind of a segue into that. I mean, St. Andrews' offense was was great, but how about the John Paul II defense? Huge night for Austin McIntosh, uh, leading a phenomenal effort. Ten tackles for Peter Carbord. and how about uh, the kind of the exclamation point? Trick Puriar finishing it off with a, with a sack to end the game. An amazing rebound, and, and even more so after that poor showing against Orangeburg Prep. They allowed 33 straight weeks to open that game. Uh, that was just a week ago. I mean, that is night and day compared to uh, what we saw from just one week apart. I mean, we knew they were going to be returning nine starters, and that defense going back was going to be a large part of, of their success. And I was kind of discouraged about what I saw in week one, and that's why I, I probably ended up picking St. Andrews. But but you know what? Uh, a complete turnaround. Um, we, we saw that in full force Friday night. And, and and now with that first win under your belt, I mean you have all the confidence in the world. And once you once you get that one, I mean the others follow very quickly. And and so I think if they keep this intensity up and and, and maybe clean up the offense a little more, avoid some of the miscues that they had, uh, uh they're gonna be they're gonna bring a, a, a quite a challenge when when they get back into region play.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And and now this game next week against Bethesda becomes a lot more interesting, just uh, as a measuring stick. And you know, obviously the the transitive property is not a great way to predict uh, sporting outcomes, but it's always interesting to to look at it. Uh, now that you've seen Buford Academy match up with Bethesda and what they can do, now let's see what JP two can do. Um, it's just kind of a fun way to to view those non-region matchups as uh, you know the com- common opponents and and try to get a read on uh, which team may be stronger in which areas, but um like you, I'm I still think this offense for JP two has a lot of potential. Uh, I know they like that offensive line. Um the points have, have not come yet, but it seems like you know they're they're learning their offense and, and getting in rhythm. So uh but the defense, you know, defense wins. And uh that would had been their problem during the losing streak, especially in the second half. the defense had been uh running out of steam and uh, this is very encouraging to see them be able to sustain it for the whole game, not just a, a strong performance, but a shutout effort. You know, that really says something. Um, it's going to be a lot more difficult next week against Bethesda. They've got those athletes uh, on on offense that can really spread you out and hurt you. You know, uh, McKay does a good job of, of picking his spots. So uh, Chris Myers and his coaching staff will have their hands full. To, I, I know they'll be looking at the film and looking at what Mark Clifford and his guys did this week because it was very effective. And then, you know, copycat is, uh, is the way to go sometimes, especially when you've got to develop something in short order. So I know they'll be looking at that and trying to take a look at how they can slow down Bethesda. Um, and Bethesda, of course, the team that uh, defeated in the regular season last year, Thomas Hayward, but then lost to the Rebels in the state championship game. The Rebels trying to get back there. They started off their region schedule with a 38 to 14 win at Dorchester Academy, and really it wasn't even that close. Uh, it was 30 to nothing in one point. Um, they let them score a couple late touchdowns with uh, a lot of subs in on defense, but uh, great showing for Thomas Hayward. Exactly what we expected. Really, we didn't think they'd have too much trouble. Uh, the offense was a little slow getting started. Just just 14 to nothing at halftime. Uh, But then they kind of turned it on and actually the defense got involved with a couple of touchdowns as well. So uh, once again, Thomas Hayward, we knew after that first game, the the loss to first Baptist, that you couldn't make too much of that. That's a really good football team. Uh, They were competitive with them. uh, So you can't take too much into that. And then Thomas Hayward added some reinforcements as well. They've got some new players uh, with the announcement that Jasper County schools would not would would suspend sports indefinitely um, while they start virtually. Uh, there were a few more student-athletes that uh, transferred over to Thomas Hayward. So it sounds like they're going to have an even stronger roster than they already did. So that's a scary thought for all of schizo 1A.
1: For sure. Porton bounced back this this week for the Rebels, and then we knew they had the town advantage over Dorchester, and then they, they ended up putting together uh, a – all around total team victory. And, and, and as you said, I mean, there's no shame in losing the first Baptist. I mean, the experience of playing that is, is what you want to see um, from a team like that. And and I think Thomas Hayward uh, showed how they, how well they could play. Um, and, and I think Bruce Boucher, um, I mean, he's, what an offensive piece he is uh, Had a receiving and a rushing touchdown and I'm I'm more and more impressed with Peyton Bennett. He's been looking great in these first few games. They didn't use him as much down the stretch last year. They kind of had Puchet in a quarterback role, uh, but now they're they're doing more of a Peyton Bennett quarterback and Puchet as more of a skill position role. And and Bennett has has been improving. He's he's definitely a, a seasoned guy who's been there before, and and he's definitely knows what his role is on this team, and and so he's performing very well. Uh, and nice to see those guys like Brandon Howard have a role in the offense as well. I mean, use your athletes in any way you can. And and I was looking at some highlights, uh, some old highlights from Ridge and Hardy, though he can, he can play offense too. I mean, he is a he powerful back. I mean, he can bounce off guys. He's got all the tools to do it pretty much uh, anywhere on the field. And, and remember, I, I said I wanted to see him more from, from the secondary. I wanted to see more from, from the past defense for Thomas Hayward. He ended up getting the job done against the Raiders and, two defensive scores, a pick six by Anthony Fripp, and also a thumb recovery in the end zone, end zone, so so a great job on the defensive effort by Thomas Hayward after uh, uh, they kind of got picked apart by a really good first Baptist team. Um, I hope they can keep unleashing Boucher because he's the guy to give the ball to if you're Thomas Hayward, but a couple other options coming up the ranks too, and why not give it to Brandon Howard? I mean, we know he's a menacing force on defense, but he can also give you some explosive power and, and some speed too, so I'm excited to see how they match them against Trinity Burns. Obviously, uh, the the one-eight champ against the two-eight champ, so a battle of skis of champions. Uh, don't expect him to win this one, but you'd like to see him put up a good showing and show some progress early on against a great team. Maybe more so that I mean, they did compete against First Baptist, but uh, I, I'd like to see a a closer game uh, this time uh, than, than versus First Baptist. And I think they can really do it after after the great stuff we saw this week from the Rebels.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Uh, I wish that game was in Ridgeland instead of in Florence, because uh, or in Darlington, because we'd definitely be checking that one out. Uh, that would be a heck of a game. Uh, but that is going to be fantastic. Thomas Hayward, uh, I, I just don't. After seeing Bethesda, you know, th- they'll still give Hayward a game, but man, I just don't see anybody in one A really giving Hayward too much trouble. St. John's Christian looked pretty, you know, pretty good against Buford Academy, so they could be a factor. But uh, with the reinforcements coming. More more transfers coming into THA. I think they are going to be awfully tough to beat. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of like Hildman Christian last year, where there's just so many guys who can hurt you. And and every game, it seems like it's a different list of, of people who made big plays. And you know, Fripp had a long touchdown run last week. This time, he has a pick six. Uh, Bruza is always going to do big things. Um, and like you, I'm I'm a big Peyton Bennett fan. I think just the way he handled the situation at the end of last year was impressive. And and now he's been able to step back in and man, that offensive line too. Let's don't forget about that. Uh, we've talked about Theron Cannon a good bit, but you know, John Hampton Hewlett is, is really strong on the offensive line. Um, you know, they're, they're just good all the way across the, the offensive line coaching coaches do a fantastic job with them. Uh, they're always very good. Max Hickey's doing a good job on the line for them as well. Um, I'm not sure who all the guys who, who have stepped up, into starting roles this year are. But I know that uh, whoever they are, they're getting the job done because uh, they're paving the way for those guys. So um, yeah, excited about Hayward and just excited about football. We, we made it through week two, Wes. Uh, you know, every week is, is a victory. It seems like uh, that we keep, get to keep playing football or the kids get to, and we all get to be a little distracted, uh, you know, from some of the things going on in the world. So um, it's really good to know uh, that we're through two weeks. We do know that Collington Prep, had their game with Northwood Academy canceled on Friday uh, because of positive COVID cases at Colleton Prep. Hilton Head Prep played Colleton Prep the week prior and Beaufort Academy's volleyball team had uh, played against Colleton Prep. uh, And uh, I understand that their volleyball team had positive cases at Colleton as well. So that's just something to keep an eye on and and hopefully um, by being proactive about canceling their game and everything that uh, they'll be able to contain that and get it under control and, and not be a threat to the season. But uh, just something to keep in mind. It's it's going to be the, the black cloud hanging over this season. Is just hoping uh, for the best results as far as that goes. But um, as far as on the field, it's been awesome. And uh, we've got some great performances to choose from to pick our players of the week. Wes, I always let you go first. Uh, I know that's a lot of pressure, but but who's your guy
1: this week? You know, I think there are so, so many guys that, that are up in the discussion here, so many candidates because there, there were great efforts all around, offense, defense, uh, all three of these teams, and so, so difficult to choose uh, just one guy. But uh, I'm going to go defense with this one, and I'm going to go Austin McIntosh from GP2, and he set the tone for the entire team. Uh, it's a season-changing shutout win, I think, for, for the Golden Warriors and huge performance on defense uh, leading that squad to a really impressive shutout. Of St. Andrews, who I thought was—I uh, mean, I was kind of worried about. I mean, I was worried about them. They had some some really experienced pieces on offense. Who the the Golden Warriors all shut down. So, uh, I mean, seven tackles for for McIntosh. Uh, six of them solo tackles, um, including three stacks, And those kind of those kind of plays completely shut down offensive drives. And then uh, he picked up some important yards on the ground and. And those yards were hard to come by Friday night uh, because uh, I mean, no one scored until the fourth quarter. It was just a defensive struggle all the way until the end. Uh, and then we knew he would be a disruptor this year. I mean, we knew uh, we they got some big pieces coming up back on defense. And that was the question that we talked about early in the year. How, could, how can the defense play? Can they step up? Austin McIntosh, one of the, the key starters on defense coming back uh, that Myers mentioned in, in our season preview. And, and we got a big answer. We got a big yes here. Uh, that our defense, could, that the defense can step up and we to charge uh, Austin McIntosh. And senior year coming back, uh, he's, uh, he's a big guy, 6'1", 191. And, you know, he dominated the Lions uh, all night dominating that, that offensive line. And and without his presence, I, I, I don't think they, they get the shutout win in this game.
0: Yeah, great choice. And, and, uh, you know, as a senior who went winless last year, he was very excited to get that W and, and make sure that he didn't close it out with a with two straight winless seasons. So uh, congratulations to Austin and JP too. Uh, I'm going to have to go over to BA just because uh, I was at that game. I felt the excitement of that game, but man, I had a hard time picking just one player It was such a great team effort. Uh, we mentioned the, the multifaceted running back attack. Um, but I think the guy for me who, who stepped up and made that game uh, made sure that the Eagles held to that game was Elijah Fess. Uh, he played great on defense. He, he was just a maniac. He was all over the field, played great on defense. Uh, he had a great play uh, early on on the first drive, a spin move, caught a pass, made a spin move to get away from the guy, kept the drive going, and they're able to go down and score and set the tone for the night. And then when Carlos Jones went down, uh, Fess had not really worked out at running back, and, and he went in there They needed somebody to get in there and carry the ball, and he was able to get the job done, punched it in twice for a couple of touchdowns, to help them keep that lead and, and hold off Bethesda, so Elijah Fess is my guy for this week. Uh, just three games to choose from, but a whole lot of great performances to choose from. And what a week for skis of football here in the Low Country!
1: Great choice in Elijah Fess and kind of one of those guys who's been there a while at PA, and uh, we saw him do some, do some great things last year. I mean, and, and you had Carlos Jones maybe winning the job at um, and Jones obviously did did look effective in in that opener, but when you lose him it's got to be next man up and elijah Fess, who has been a reliable guy before was able to step up and and i mean he's he's been a big they kind of moved him around this year in the offense kind of more of a, a receiver role maybe an rb wide receiver hybrid kind of guy and uh he he's a great guy to have on that roster so a uh, great choice there elijah Fess. a big part of that b academy upset win and and what, a, what an outstanding second week of football here in the low country uh five games coming up next week and and you know, I I think uh, after all what's happened, I, I'm I'm just uh, grateful to be covering games. I'm I, I now I don't take going to the games for granted because uh, we we never know when when the last game could be. It could be tomorrow. It could be an hour from now where you get that text where uh, you have a COVID outbreak and and things start to shut down. So, I mean, it, it, I'm I'm enjoying every week um, like it's the last week to to cover football because we just don't know and. I'm I'm having a great time doing it. I hope we can continue doing it, and I'll tell you what: these coaches have been dialed in. These players have been dialed in. They worked so hard over the off season, and and be able to see uh, that success and and that those accomplishments so far, where all those players were hoping for a season, um, the chance that they may not be able to play at all—that was a real possibility, and and now seeing. John Paul II get that first win. See B A get their first win in eleven man. See Thomas Hayward get back at dominating opponents. That is what we wanted to see this fall, and I hope we can continue to see it. Private schools and then in the public schools as we get into the fall.
0: That's a great note to end on, Wes. Uh, That's going to do it for our week two recap show. Thanks for much so much for listening, and uh, we'll be back with our regular episode this week as well as our high school football preview show coming up later in the week. So. uh, Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so you get an alert every time we post a new episode. And until next time, go loco.